Yeah, that's yours. Wait, I can't. I can't really hear John now. Hi, how you doing there, John? I'm sorry. I'm just uh, repairing my Bluetooth headphones. Oh. Can I get a mic check from John? Mic check one two. How do I okay. sound? This is really quiet. On my yeah, you are really quiet. Is that on your side or is that something I can do uh, on my end? I I think it's on John's side. Uh, they have the new weird gooey thing. Okay, here. Hold on. Let me see if I can boost myself. Just talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that better? Oh my oh, god, Jesus so Christ! Much better. What the or fuck? Not. Yeah, but That's now insane. did I lose you guys? No, no, but but okay. What was that noise? There's like a loud whooshing sound a second ago. Uh oh. <laughs> now John's <laughs> now John's too much noise. Should, should I readjust it a little bit? Jesus yeah, Christ! Just bring it, just bring it, bring it down a notch. <laughs> John, John, you're so loud. <laughs> Bring it down a notch. <laughs> All right, hold up. I don't even know how I got to the menu that I. Okay, hold on. Related what, settings. What what setting were? You, what menu are you on? Is this like just built into your microphone or? No, I'm trying to. The Windows huh. 10 menu Whoa. is like the crazy Whoa. GUI. That's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Good Games Podcast. I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm John. Oh, John's back. Whoa. John is back. John's back because we're discussing the Electronic Entertainment Expo, otherwise known as E3. Beep, 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 beep. Excited to be here, you guys. Yeah. (laughs) You sound excited. You sound thrilled. (laughs) I'm very excited. (laughs) Oh my god. Alright. What a crazy E3 that was. Yeah. I can't believe that Nintendo announced Half-Life 3. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and I couldn't believe it when Sony announced the Mario crossover with Halo and right. Crash Wait, Bandicoot. And uh, did you could you I, guys believe it when when Microsoft during their press conference announced that they're quitting the video games industry completely <laughs> they're done they're just done and they're quitting the pc industry they're done they're closing up windows they're they're done with it they said uh everyone uses linux anyways yes so. exactly bill gates yeah. is taking his money uh he's done he's out <laughs> spending all of his money on hookers it's a good yeah. thing i actually watched this because right now i would be like completely losing my shit if i hadn't seen this um i don't think any of that stuff happened I don't think that's accurate. No. Okay, let's. Um, okay, so in order of the conferences, we had our our good friends, Electronic Arts. They were on Saturday afternoon. They oh, opened God. their conference. <laughs> oh boy, we're already excited for this. Uh, they opened their conference with Battlefield Five. Are we feeling Battlefield yep. Five? Well, uh, we talked about in our last episode with John Shahada. Um, go back and take a listen to our <laughs> FPS episode. <laughs> Uh, we talked about how much of a fan I am of the Battlefield series as a whole. Mm-hmm. So I will uh, sugarcoat this with, you know, to say that, of course, I will buy and play any Battlefield that uh-huh. is released. Uh, however, this one's gotten a lot of flack. Yeah. In hey, guess what, Leo? This, what? this ba- Battlefield 5 is going yeah. Battle Royale. Oh. Oh, Are we feeling that? Like, it just seems like they're really going after, like, all of the trendy things in 
the shooter world mm-hmm. just to try to like you know ride the the money train a little bit yeah kind of rubs me the wrong way ch- chasing the trend I was watching some of the montages of E3 afterwards, and there's a lot of clips of an audible groan from the audience when they made that announcement. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. And I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, are people really that upset about Battle Royale? But It just comes across like, I don't know, just very, you know, businessy and... Trendy? Yeah, it's trendy and... It's it's definitely chasing chasing the money, but uh, honestly, on the whole, I thought this E3 had way less battle royale than I thought there was going to be, and there was still a decent amount of battle royale stuff going on. Yeah, that's true. It could have been worse. Um, so after that, they announced that there is a Star Wars game coming from Respawn, which we knew, uh, but we mm-hmm. saw no trailer, no gameplay. The only thing we got was a title. It is Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. That's and, interesting. Um, you said respawn. Uh huh. You know, because uh, previous games were all by dice. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh huh. So this could be well, it could be promising. We went into Sea of Solitude, which uh, honestly I thought was the most interesting looking game to me during the uh, EA conference. That was the um, the indie game with the really interesting uh, art style. Right. Yeah. The art style looks really interesting for that. Like kind of dark ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the, the color palette and stuff. I'm intrigued. Uh, then we had Command and Conquer. We spent a long, long time <laughs> on Command and Conquer Rivals, which is a mobile phone game. And then we saw yeah. uh, a gameplay demo of that. Uh, I mean, I, I, my interest was piqued when I heard Command and Conquer, but I wasn't feeling the mobile game at all. Right, Command and Conquer is a big name. Like I, right. you know, I'll, I'll play me some Command and Conquer. But then you slap on like a mobile onto any game, and I'm like, mm, I, just, I don't know. I just want to say I'm very disappointed with, with what they've done with Command and Conquer. Like, that is like a cherished childhood franchise of mine, and yeah, sure. the fa- they're beating up like they're beating it to death. Basically, like if it wasn't already dead, they just basically resurrected <laughs> slapping, it to kill it again. They're slapping the Command and Conquer name on it to to you know generate some interest. Mm. But that's but, not what anyone who loves Command and Conquer wants. Uh, right, it's a mobile game. Right. Yeah. We had a lot of sports games announcements. Uh, Madden, NBA, FIFA. Um, I'm not a sports game guy. Not not really. Yeah. So eh, whatever. Uh, then we closed the conference with Anthem, which looks like Bioware's take on Destiny. Uh, John, you expressed some interest in Anthem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned Destiny. I think a lot of the major game developers are are trying to do their own version of that like i think before destiny there was the division which is probably also a very similar comparison to that game and uh yeah i mean i think it it looks really promising okay it looks it looks about as interesting as destiny did for me which is no (laughs) i'm gonna have to side with leo on that one the theme is a little more different like uh it has like a titanfall-esque theme to it with the jungles and the mech suits and yeah 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 you've got the cool mech suits and stuff i i, I think it's just that style of gameplay for me it just doesn't do much for me like the right. co-op shooter thing i mean that's that's great for people who love that type of game uh we yeah. will see if yeah. anthem turns out to be a thing but that is just not what i'm interested in yeah so should we give like each uh, major conference like an overall score or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's uh, uh, what are we doing on one to five, one to ten, one to a hundred, one to thirteen? Mm. A through F. A through F. Are we giving letter grades? Okay. Yeah, I, I like letter grades. 
Uh, I'm gonna give that a big old D. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Um, D for damn. Um, I, it, <laughs> there just wasn't anything in there for me personally, other than maybe Sea of Solitude. We'll see what that turns out to be. Um, and maybe Jedi Fallen Order, but I barely count that because there was nothing shown. Yeah, I mean, take these gradings with a grain of salt because I'm sure they're they're going to be highly right. opinionated grades. For well, that's our job as sure, reviewers yeah. or critics or podcast hosts right, is to right. provide our opinions and, you know. Um, I will land on a C-. minus Overall, average, I think maybe I would have gone to full average if I got to actually see more about... Uh, this Jedi game, but uh, as it stands, I'm not terribly excited. But it just seems like you know typical EA stuff. Yeah, uh, I would probably give EA around a C myself. I think the only thing that really piques my interest is Anthem, and uh, it's hard to say what that game is going to be. It's I'm not sure if it's releasing this year, but I think we're far out still. All right. Um, the next conference was, I believe, Sunday afternoon. Yes, Sunday afternoon was Microsoft's. And holy moly, there's a lot of games in here. So we're going to have to, I don't know, mm. Let's just, uh, just, just touch just hit on... hit some major ones, maybe. Well, we'll hit some major yeah. ones. So uh, they, they opened up, I mean, they opened up swinging because we got Halo Infinite. I, we, Leo, you and I played some Halo yeah. back in college. Uh, those, I mean, it was fun, but I just don't see me picking up another halo game at this point unless you guys get really yeah, into it or something i will probably never play another halo game oh poor master chief he's crying right now in in his helmet uh, i'd give it a shot there you go all right there we got one halo fan between the three of us uh the next one you guys um i i had a slight heart attack because uh, the opening mm. title card oh, had the name of the developer uh -huh. from software. And this turned out to be a game we saw a little bit of earlier last year at the Game Awards. This turned out to be Sekiro, or Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, mm -hmm. which looks like a samurai game, Leo. Samurai. Well, more um, accurately, ninja, but yes. It's a ninja samurai. I don't know what's going on because the guy, his left arm is like half grappling hook. He can like shoot grappling hooks out of his arm. He can, you know, fly around. He can grapple onto enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, this game got me pretty excited. I, I'll admit most of it just has to do with my love of the developer and their games. But uh, what'd you guys think of uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice? The grappling hook looks really interesting. And uh, from a Souls, like if it. It's not supposed to be a Souls game, and I think they explicitly stated that. Um, but just as a fast-paced third-person brawler, like with difficulty, I, you know, I, I assume that's going to be elements of the game. Uh, you know, the, the faster stuff is what I'm really into. Like I played Bloodborne, and I mentioned Dark Souls three uh, to you earlier, James. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like the faster Souls game, and this kind of looks like something along those lines it does it, it looks it looks very fast paced maybe even faster than bloodborne yeah yeah it's a lot faster paced i will say this much um i like this trend of samurai themed games because i feel like we don't have enough of those in this world so if we can keep that going over the next couple of years and hopefully eventually one day the perfect samurai game for leo will come out new map and some updates for PUBG. are you guys excited about that yeah yeah, uh, can't wait to play it. 
I mean, I'd, right. I'd be more excited if they like fixed their damn game. <laughs> um, uh, Microsoft. Microsoft announced that they had acquired a lot of studios, and yes. we got a lot of we got a lot of applause for that. And I was like, "What? Yay! Corporate yeah. acquisition! Yay! <laughs> what?" Uh. Um, uh, they had purchased, among several others, uh, Ninja Theory, who developed uh, Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, and a couple other studios, which I don't remember because my notes are bad. Um, they also DMC- developed the. The last Devil May Cry. Well, speaking of Devil May Cry, that was the next game, uh, DMC Five. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys play Devil May Cry? I played the first one, I think. I played a bit of four in the reboot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the trailer for DMC Five? Looks good. Looks really good. I'm excited to play it. Uh, the whole th- the whole thing is uh, the people are upset at the last Devil May Cry game because the way they changed Dante and he kind of looks similar in this game and no one really commented on that. Hmm. Um, but maybe I'm blind and maybe he doesn't look that similar, but um, the gameplay looks really good nonetheless. Yeah. Um, we have more DLC for Cuphead coming, which I'm excited about. Uh, I I didn't finish Cuphead, but I enjoyed what I played. It's very hard. It's a very hard uh, shoot 'em up platformer, but the selling point is the gorgeous hand drawn uh, emulation of a 1930s cartoon, mm. uh, like old Disney cartoons. Um, yeah, uh, all of uh, the game just looks just you know uh, if if you're not aware of Cuphead, just Google some footage of Cuphead. The game looks amazing. It does um, look good. Yeah. Then we had. Um, <laughs> there was a Gears of War fake out because we had the Gears of War logo, but then they announced a Gears of War cross Funko Pop game. Yeah, I don't know about I, that. I, yeah, I, I was just confused by this. Uh, I, I mean, well, before uh, that, they announced the Gears of War tactical uh, game. Yeah, the tactical yes. strategy game. Yeah. Yes, I my order might be slightly wrong here. Yeah, so like they kind of double baited us as the audience. You know, no one was expecting a Gears of War game, and then. You saw the logo, you saw the characters, but you didn't see the gameplay, and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, boom, they dropped the Gears 5 trailer, which was uh, kind of unexpected, in my opinion. Thoughts on the S- Gears of War 5 trailer? Good? Bad? Excited? S- burnt out? So apparently you're playing as uh, a female character, as the main character this time around, which is interesting, because uh, the game is very manly, I guess? Hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of masculinity in that game. Just big, jacked, ripped, muscly dudes chainsawing people. Yeah. Can we please? Yeah, can we please yeah. like just cut that and save that somewhere? I just wanna. I wanna have that like as a soundbite on the radio. <laughs> ripped, jacked, muscly dudes chainsawing each other. That should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that will be the episode title. Yes. Awesome. E3 2018, big rap, ripped, jacked, muscly dudes. Um, yeah. Referring to us, then we reviewing saw, the, the E3. Yes, yes. The, the, the trio of us yes. are big, jacked, ripped, muscly dudes yes. chainsawing each yep. other. <laughs> so then we saw then we saw another trailer I was excited about. We saw Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. which is... Yeah! This is the yeah. uh, RPG coming from CD Projekt Red. 
uh, makers of The Witcher games. They uh, This game was announced forever ago, and we finally got some trailer and a little bit of gameplay, and I'm stoked. Yeah, this one this looks, this cool. looks like super interesting, man. I heard the game's first person. Um, yeah, some some people were upset about the fact that I guess they're they're locking it to first person, and I guess some people are upset about yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that too. I don't understand what, yeah. I mean, it seems like that would be okay, an okay decision for this game. Uh, yeah, plus there's a lot of interesting things you could do because uh, the theme is cyberpunk and I know it has to do a lot about like in, in that universe you can, you know, modify your body and you can become what they call transhuman if you, you know, replace your arms, replace your whatever. Well, you know, what if you replace your eye and you have a cool heads up display like that, that's a good reason to force first person. Yeah, that's exactly why the developer actually commented on that and said that the first person is essential to the experience of the game. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to okay. me. Yeah. We then went on to... Uh, there was a trailer for a skateboarding game, and I think the whole world thought it was going to be another skate game, right. Skate 4. Yeah. Uh, it was not. It was not. This is a new IP called Session. I mean, it looks to be like, uh, um, you know, uh, like the spirit of Skate is living on through this new IP. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, too. Um... Then we got, I was again excited for this, no gameplay, but a very short trailer for a Battletoads remake yeah. or re-sequel something coming next year. That sounds uh, awesome. It's got co-op and it's got the Battletoads, so I'm, <laughs> I'm in for that. Sold. Then we closed the conference with something I know you were excited about, Leo. Uh, we got to see a look at Jump Force. Oh, yeah. Which is a shonen anime crossover by Namco Bandai. Literally, my notes for this whole conference just say, Jump Force! That's all. <laughs> so tell me why you're excited about Jump Force. Uh, why not, man? Like, it has... Okay, take your your favorite anime hero from various animes. I don't even know if that's a plural way of saying anime. I guess it would just be anime. And then mash them together in a fighting game. Similar to, I would say, like, Smash Brothers, right? But with this, like, crazy cool graphical fighting 3D thing going on. And they've got all these different characters from all these different... Dude, I am so hyped for this game. It's unreal. <laughs> my, big, my big question is, why are they all in New York City? Well, it's part of this. It looks like... what they're. So I, I saw um, an interview with the, the creator of the game uh, later, and he said how his whole idea of the game was when he was young living in the city he would think about you know different characters from his different favorite shows and he would think what what how cool would it be if they were like outside my window like in the city and like who would win that fight you know so just brawling it out yeah so they're trying to like pull them out of their universes and put them into like a realistic world first of all and then they're trying to say like who would win like frieza or the death note kid you know I love your plurals, uh, animes and universes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't know my plurals. Uh, all right, what, what did we think of the Microsoft conference as a whole? Um, there was a lot. There was a lot of games in there. Yeah. I actually left some out uh, uh, just because we're going to talk about them later. There was some yeah. Uh, yeah. there was some overlap between games that got shown in multiple conferences. So we'll, we'll get to because Kingdom Hearts 3 was shown fallout 76 was shown we'll get to those later yeah um and i think i just i guess overall just from the experience of watching that day i'd give it a b 
I'm also going to give it a B. Um, I loved just game after game after game after game. There was nothing that totally blew me away. I was really excited for Sekiro and Cyberpunk 2077, but, you know, nothing earth-shattering, earth but still very solid. I'd give that a B. Yeah, I'd give them a B as well. Uh, I'd probably give them an A for an effort, because they seem to have really brought the heat to the table this year. Yeah, they... Uh, they uh, yeah. It was a good conference. Very good conference. Then later that night, we Here had we go. Bethesda. Oh, yeah. Um... And we opened with a <laughs> yes. We opened with an Andrew WK concert, which uh, Andrew WK is cool. Uh, but my favorite thing about the concert was uh, they would show Andrew WK, then they would like cross cut to the crowd and just <laughs> yes. the mass look of confusion and like what is going on in the crowd uh, on all of their faces was just so delicious. Nobody knew how to handle Andrew WK. I mean, you saw like a few people kind of like nodding and clapping, which I imagine right. Andrew WK is used to a lot more than that at his shows. Right, right. <laughs> it was hilarious. But then there was like people on their phones. There was people just looking confused and bewildered. Like it was, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was I just like the neutral looks of <laughs> yeah, people yeah. just looking just at him, blank like face. Whatever. Those are the best. We got to see a long look at Rage too. What'd you guys think? Um, I, I don't really know what. To I did think. not see that game coming. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to think. I mean, if you got any thoughts, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, from a first-person shooter perspective, the gunplay looks pretty good. Like all the guns look like they handle really fun, and the theme looks interesting. So I'm I'm a little more excited than I thought I would be for that game. Yeah. Um. Rage two. So then we got. We got a cinematic trailer for a follow-up to Doom 2016. This is Doom Eternal. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this, but there was no gameplay shown, so, you know, moderately excited. I mean, I know what I'm getting. Uh, it's going to be a Doom game, but it would have been <laughs> nice to at least see some gameplay. Uh, I hope they bring in more enemy types for that game. Because I hear, I hear the original Doom series has, like, way more than what Doom 2016 gave. And so I hope they... The up the budget, up everything this, for this version of Doom. Yeah, that, that'd be nice. I, I really liked what I played of Doom 2016. I think that's something that they went over. They, they were saying they added more aliens, more um, aliens, demons, excuse it, me. I'm it, sorry, Doom fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're from Mars, right? So they're aliens. They're demons from Mars. Yeah, they're technically aliens. They're demons yeah, from Mars, so they're aliens. They're, they're alien demons. They're Marsh, okay. Martian right, demons, I'm, right. I'm, Yes, I'm not... And it takes place on Earth, so... Okay, alright. Cool. So I'm not technically wrong, I, I think. Yeah. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, so we're getting a game about... The next Wolfenstein will be about BJ's twin daughters. Ooh. Yep. Um, it's that's a co-op cool. game. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's That sounds interesting to me. Uh, I've not played any of the Wolfenstein remakes, but uh, looks interesting. Sure. <laughs> then we had... Uh, probably one of my favorite jokes that is also not a joke. Uh, we saw Fallout Very Special Edition uh, with Keegan, Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peel. Uh, you who mean Skyrim helped. Very yes. Special Edition? Sky. What did What did I say? Fallout, Fallout. Very Special yeah, Edition. Yeah, close. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm dumb. That's not what it is. It's Skyrim Very Special Edition. Yeah. I liked that Bethesda is very aware of their tendency to remake and re-release Skyrim on every different platform. So yes, yeah. it was sort of a parody of themselves 
they're going to port Skyrim. I'm going to sneeze, so you can take over. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> porting uh, Skyrim to... You know, you can mute your... Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Anyway, There's I'm back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, they're porting Skyrim now to Amazon Alexa, uh, which is not a joke. No, it's a real the, thing. The, this is an actual thing you can get for your Alexa. Yeah. Uh, Leo, I, I did you get this? It. You have an Alexa, right? Did you get I this? I haven't gotten it yet, but I just found, realized it's a real thing like yesterday. I, I'm going to try it out. Um, yeah, so apparently you can... It's like a... So the game talks to you. Uh, I, I would advise if you did not see this to just go watch the trailer of it. It's it's very humorous and also a real thing that you can actually play. Indeed. Uh, we're getting a port of the mobile game Fallout Shelter for PS4 and for Switch. I heard this game is actually really good. Did any of you guys play Fallout Shelter? No. Okay. I played a little bit of it when they oh. announced Fallout 4. Uh-huh. What'd you think? It's... It's an interesting mobile game. It's too much of a mobile game for my taste. You know, there's the timers and everything. But oh, okay. I, if I was a bigger Fallout fan, that game would be very appealing. Well, speaking of Fallout, we got Fallout 76. This is a multiplayer Fallout game. Uh, I, I was a little bit confused on how this works because they were talking about, like, it's multiplayer, but you'll never see a server when you start the game. But also the world has, like, persistent structures that you can build in multiplayer. And you can, like, nuke each other. I I, I wasn't sure what kind of online structure this was. I'll, I'll tell you, you guys... exactly what it sounds like. Okay. It's basically single player. So all of Rust. the persistent stuff is under your account, right? But other people can join your world. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then help you okay. fight stuff or whatever. That's what it looks like to me. I was going to say, it sounds like the game Rust, which is you were really big into for a while, yeah, right? I played a little bit of it, yeah. What I heard from the developers is that the idea is the the game world is not supposed to be super populated like an MMO. It's supposed to be sparsely populated like a, like a real post-apocalyptic world. So that's probably why they're instancing everything and making it not super multiplayer oriented. Yeah, so it's just barely multiplayer. We got Elder Scrolls Blades, which is a mobile game uh, that is also going to be eventually ported to, uh, I think, Switch and other consoles. But this is designed as a Elder Scrolls game you can play on your smartphone. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Um, I, again, I'm not a huge fan of mobile games, and this one looks right around what I believe all mobile games to have, you know, quality of, just kind of like, meh. I, uh, I saw some gameplay of it. It looks kind of cool. Like, uh, I, w I wouldn't mind trying it. I did hear there was also, uh, like, I it was, like, developed for, to support VR, too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I think so, yes. That could be so, cool. So, so was... So it, so was one of the g gameplay modes in Prey and in Wolfenstein. I think they also announced some VR stuff for those games. Oh, yeah, I think I'm more interested in trying out that game in VR if it's designed for that. Like, you have to design a game for VR in order for it to be good. Like, w good in VR. You can't. It's yeah. kind of hard to just take any game and put it in a VR space. It doesn't really translate that well. So if they designed yeah. it for VR in, in mind, um, I think that, that would be more interesting than playing it on my phone. Right. Yeah. My big thing is it's not like a timer or microtransaction game where it's just soul sucking and not fun. Yeah, it's just like an actual game. 
then we got a short trailer for a game called Starfield, which is going to be, I guess, um, an RPG, like a space RPG. Uh, this looked really early mm-hmm. in, uh, apparently this is still really early in production, so we probably won't see this for a little while. Uh, but cool. I mean, cool. I'll play a Bethesda space game. I mean, nice. anything Bethesda makes is going to be quality story and everything, so yeah. And then finally, we closed with, I think, what everyone, uh, every Bethesda fan has been waiting for, which is announcement, the announcement of Elder Scrolls Six. And God said, let there be Elder Scrolls. Uh, yes. Yeah, we got a short trailer. Again, this looks like it's really early in production. No gameplay, just a trailer. Uh, yeah, but they're Elder Scrolls Six. It's a thing. It's coming. So I saw an article about that. Uh, apparently, Todd Howard knows the release date, but he won't tell anyone because <laughs> apparently it's so far away that like he doesn't want to disappoint fans. Sure, sure, yeah. That date. yeah, yeah. But apparently, Starfield's supposed to come out before it. So. Okay. Uh, by the way, I thought Todd Howard was great as a um, yes. as, just as a as a game. Uh, a director who can also speak to the media and speak to an audience. He has a really great stage presence. He was my favorite, like, host or presenter Mm -hmm. of the entire E3 uh, media uh, presentation lineup. He was was cursing on stage, which I think (laughs) is a new thing this year from him. Yeah, a lot of people were. A lot of, there was F-bombs dropped at Bethesda. Wasn't there one in Microsoft? I, yeah. uh, or Sony, <laughs> or maybe it was just all Bethesda. Bethesda had a very naughty, uh, naughty, naughty conference. <laughs> naughty, naughty Bethesda. <laughs> a naughty conference with big, huge, ripped dudes. <laughs> big, huge, and jacked, ripped, of, muscly dudes. Lots of naughty things going on. Naughty, naughty Bethesda. Uh, I'm going to give Naughty, naughty Bethesda a B overall. I thought they did, I mean, for uh, a publisher that's just showing their own games, I thought they did a great job. I'm going to land on a solid A for Andrew WK. Oh, okay. Nice. I mean, I was really, honestly, I was just really, really um, entertained by that. (laughs) That was amazing. Yeah, you got an Andrew WK concert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them a B plus. I think they were very self-aware this time around. Oh, yeah. They hit all the right spots. Yes. Yeah. They they were making jokes about their games leaking early. They were making jokes about themselves porting Skyrim to everything. They made jokes about their games being buggy uh it was it was very and self-aware they did they announced uh, at least they announced next uh, elder scrolls even if they had nothing to show so yeah, that, yeah. that's good <laughs> um later that night uh we had the devolver digital conference which uh they are like a small indie publisher uh they last year released a kind of uh, a short video that was like a mock conference that was just making fun of e3 as a whole and making fun of just uh, the corporate game culture i guess as a whole uh they they had a follow-up to their whatever you call it joke conference but it also wasn't a joke conference because they showed some real devolver digital games uh but this year they made fun of uh loot boxes and the nes classic among other things uh, did you guys get to watch that? I, I, I didn't. I missed. I missed the Devolver one. I, I've seen some videos of uh, the previous stuff, so I am excited to watch the footage of that. But I haven't yet. Yeah, it's it's very weird and 
it's weird and good and ends in a very strange RoboCop reference. So <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's right. yeah. Devolver Digital, weird and good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, since I was the only one who watched it, I. I don't know, whatever. I'll give it a, a B for it being funny. I, it made me laugh. Uh, I, I laughed more at that conference than any other ones. Nice. Um, we're on Monday now. Monday afternoon, we had... Are you clipping your nails? Oh, sorry. No, I'm playing <laughs> with the clip. <laughs> There's a mute button, guys. There's a mute button. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it's getting picked up. Yeah, your super sensitive mic picks up everything. Oh, my bad. I mean, you know how often I use the mute button? Like, I'm just shitting and sneezing off, like, off the mic constantly. <laughs> just farts. <laughs> it's all sorts of shit going that's on. Too much, too much, too much information for me. But that's what the mic, um, the mute button's for. Monday afternoon, we had <laughs> Square Enix. Uh, we saw a lot of trailers we had already seen at other conferences. We saw Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which was at. Microsoft's conference uh, already, but we saw it again in Squares. Uh, what do you guys think of Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Mm. Okay, good. Nah. Uh, <laughs> then we saw... <laughs> uh, we saw uh, the Final Fantasy XIV's getting a patch. Looks like they're getting some crossover con- uh, content with Monster Hunter. Great game. We then saw a- another game that was shown at Microsoft's conference earlier. We saw uh, Captain Spirit, which um, is from Don't Nod and uh, takes place in the same world as uh, in the same universe as Life is Strange. Uh, it's going to be a game called Captain Spirit. Looks cool. Uh, we had already seen that, though. Uh, we got Dragon Quest Eleven coming. Um, cool. You guys Dragon Quest fans? Nah. Okay. Then, nah. We saw, <laughs> then we saw Babylon's Fall. I, I had no... It just looked like a video game to me. <laughs> yes. I had no... There's like no... Like, what is it? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. What is this called? Babylon's Fall? Yeah. yeah. It's just and like a bunch sure. of scenes of stuff that's in like games. Like, I don't know. Um, next thing we saw, we had already... We've known this game is coming for a while. Uh, that's Octopath Traveler coming for Switch next month. I am incredibly excited about that game. I played the demo a little bit, uh, actually, before we started recording. Oh. The game looks good. Uh, just Cause 4. Um, cool. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm excited for Just Cause 1. I, my notes on this just say cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys play any of the Just Cause games? No. I did not. Uh, uh, tell me about uh, tell me about your experience with Just Cause. Are you are you feeling Just Cause 4, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second game is where it's at because the grappling hook is not just a normal grappling hook. You can attach two objects together and you have crazy physics insanity going on. Well, that's the same uh, way in the was, third game, right? Yeah, it's the same way in the third game, and that third game really kicks up at a level, another level. But they kind of neglected some of the grappling hook stuff, uh, and so I think four is a is a good opportunity to combine the grandness of three and the crazy wackiness of two. Hmm. So we'll see. Uh, the next trailer, I don't even know what this was. It was a bunch of live action guys in a back alley, and there was no gameplay and i don't know what this game is it's just called the quiet man yeah this game looks like um it's from like a game jam or something like <laughs> i you don't know? but so, i don't know what it is it was just a bunch of live action people in the back alley i don't my notes on this just say question mark question mark question mark weird live action trailer 
That was weird. And then they closed their conference with another look at Kingdom Hearts 3. Again, we had already seen this in the Microsoft conference, but we got another look at Kingdom Hearts 3. Really weird audio mixing on this trailer. It's just music and voices. Yeah. A lot of people have commented on this, but yeah. there's no sound effects in the trailer, even though they show some battles. Ooh. So you just get like weird... I don't know. The audio is very strange yeah. in that trailer. Well, but, that's yep. that's a design a design decision that they've come to for this the new you know version of this game is going to be strictly voices and no sound. Music. Yeah, it's <laughs> an interesting. Very artsy. That's yeah. That, very bold. Yeah. No sound effects. Very bold. Very bold. Yes. Um, we got to see our first look at uh, Frozen, the Frozen world with Frozen characters. Disney's Frozen. Right. And we got a glimpse of my favorite part about the Kingdom Hearts games, which is the gummy ships, building the gummy ships mm. and shooting stuff. That I love the gummy ship mini game in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. All right. That was the very strange Square Enix conference. What do you guys uh, think about this? Oh, man. Uh, it was rough, dude. It <laughs> was, was a little bit rough. It was like barely watchable. Most of their stuff was already talked about previously yes. yes uh everything else that wasn't was just not that exciting and yes. um i'm gonna have to give them like a big fat f yeah i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna pile an f on top of your f because you f uh, like final I, fantasy oh there you go we're giving him a double f yeah I, I don't even know what the point of this conference was uh most of this and i'm not exaggerating most of this was trailers we had already seen before or games we already knew were coming. And what what wasn't trailers we had already seen before was incomprehensible stuff like The Quiet Man or just that very generic-looking Babylon's Fall. Yeah. I thought this conference was a waste of time. I'm giving this an F. <laughs> yeah. John? Uh, I'd probably give it a C. What? Okay. Uh, okay. What, what impressed yeah. you? What Relatively, what impressed you about uh, this conference? I'm excited for Just Cause 4, and I uh, Babylon Falling is uh, made by Platinum Games, so I'm excited for that as well. Oh, is that a Platinum uh, game? Okay, I, yeah. I, I missed that somehow. Okay, all right, cool. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Tomb Raider, I'm not super excited for, and like you mentioned, The Quiet Man is really obscure. So, you know, I don't give them higher than that because I don't think they're really taking risks on uh, new, new IPs. I think I think uh, you're not taking into account the the major negative score, which which you know is the reason their grade is so bad for me as well. N- zero, null, nada, news about Final Fantasy VII remake. Yep, yep. I mean that was announced. Yeah. That was announced three years ago now, and we've got we've got no news on that. Yeah, no news is bad news in this case. I, um, I will change my rating to a C minus. Thank you, John. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that Babylon's Fall was a platinum game, so I'll give him an F plus. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. All right. Moving right. on to Ubisoft. Get to, oh, um, oh, Ubisoft. Okay, never mind. Ubisoft. They opened with a very strange and bizarre dance number, announcing Just Dance 2019, which is also uh, just a very another... bizarre game in general. So that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, definitely. It was very uh... strange. We got another look at. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2, we got another long cinematic trailer, and uh, there's a little bit of gameplay for that game uh, floating around now. I think it's in pre-alpha or something like that. Uh, I'm interested. Looks cool. The if, if what they're talking about, you know, being in space, flying around, coming into the planet's atmosphere, landing, no loading zones, all seamless. Like, that. that's really cool if it works the way they say it does. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege updates 
and <laughs> my notes just say esports exclamation point. Did any of those updates look cool to you guys? Rainbow Six Siege players? Yeah, Operation Parabellum looks good. They added a few new operators and they added some much needed new maps to the game. And I think it's going to rejuvenate some of that game. I mean, yeah, and any good news about Rainbow Six Siege is, is good news because, I mean, that game is great and anything they do with it is going to be good. Uh, we got to look at Trials Rising. Um, that's always a game that I've been sort of interested in trying. Uh, but I have not thus far. Uh, it's like a, a motorcycle physics game with like emphasis on crashing and just like how the physics go crazy when your guy crashes into stuff. Looks cool. Got another Trials game. Uh, the Division Two. What'd you guys think about that? Did you guys play the first Division? I tried it. Um, I'm not a major fan. It, it's kind of like the Destiny of the Ubisoft world. I liked. Uh, I, I put some serious time in the Division One. I didn't get to the end game stuff, is, which is where a lot of people have disappointment with that game. Um, I'm hoping that there's more to the base game this time around. Maybe more weapon types or more skills. So we'll see. Uh, we got a uh, my favorite part of the Ubisoft conference. We got a concert from Grant Kirkhope. A uh, very short conference where he played some music from. The upcoming Mario Cross Rabbids Donkey Kong expansion. Boy, that's a weird that's a weird three crossovers right there. Mario Rabbids and Donkey Kong. Yeah, um, that's odd. But it's happening. Uh, uh, I played. I finished that game um, earlier this year. I really liked it. Actually, it's a, it's a very good tactical strategy game. Uh, they're getting more content for that. Looks like a lot of Donkey Kong stuff. I guess concert was good. Grant Kirkhope was awesome. Uh, Skull and Bones naval combat game. Um, there's been a lot of talk about this game. Uh, what, what, what did you guys think? Looks cool. I'm a big fan of like naval combat. Like, uh, there's been a couple indie games that came out in recent like year or two, and I think they're probably jumping on that hype train a little bit to uh, develop something you know at AAA value. It should be really really fun. I'm hoping it's going to be a better version of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, basically. <laughs> John doesn't like Sea of Thieves. <laughs> no. Um, we got a transference trailer uh this was a another weird live action thing and elijah wood got out and started talking about it and apparently his teleprompter broke while he was trying to talk and he couldn't figure out his lines or something it was very strange awkward uh yes it was it was a little bit awkward um but yeah uh transference i i don't totally get what this is it has something to do about with entering people's memories or rewinding time or something weird like that uh, it was interesting. I, I didn't totally get what this game was, but I was interested. I have high hopes. We'll see. Uh, we got a Toys to Life game. Uh, looks like in the similar line of um, uh, what's the Skylanders or uh, something like that. It's called Starlink, and they have a crossover with Star Fox with Fox McCloud. You can get a little Fox McCloud toy and yeah. import um, Fox into your Starlink game. Uh Cool. I have no interest in this personally, but cool. Yeah. Uh, there's an update for For Honor. Cool. Cool. Uh, the the crew too. Cool. Cool. And another Assassin's Creed game, which I don't think surprised anyone. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This one's gonna be in Greece. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I like the theme. I dislike how similar it is to the last game. It's basically an exact copy, just a different location or whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna give this a C, uh, just because I can't give- I, there was nothing here that really impressed me, but I can't give anything involving a Grant Kirkhope concert anything lower than a C. So, <laughs> C for Ubisoft. Uh, I will land on C-, minus. I was generally pretty bored. I'm gonna give him a D+. Plus. All right, uh, then we have the PC conference. Uh, I'm, I, I think I'm just going to skip this. There was basically no major news out of this. A lot of this were uh, smaller games, which is cool. I'm glad the smaller de smaller games, smaller developers get some some time in the spotlight here. Yeah, that's important. Uh, but no, no earth-shattering news came out of the PC games conference. Uh, that night was the Sony conference. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. My notes say... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So we opened with a like seven minute long banjo concert in a weird like church tent. That uh, was amazing. It was weird. It was real weird. That what, eventually. You guys don't like banjo? Well, uh, you. Uh, I, I was expecting video games and I got a banjo concert. Uh, what? Playing, like, at playing least a really. He was playing like a really cool, like you know, kind of creepy, uh, and you know, and like just I don't know, like a, a serene sort of like tune on the banjo, which is kind of weird. I would have no problem with this if it lasted under sixty seconds, or if they told people ahead of time, like, "Hey, while you're waiting for the concert or for the conference to start, we're gonna have this guy play the banjo." But this was right at the beginning of the conference and it was just banjo for eight minutes they made a statement uh, you have a you have it was a statement it was definitely a statement all right uh i i you had a crowd of people in there hungry for playstation video games and instead we got a banjo concert i thought it was very strange uh that eventually led into the announcement of the last of us 2 oh yeah uh, uh leo is very excited about this so i'm gonna let leo take this I, take this one hold on it, it didn't just lead into it okay it wasn't like fade to black and let's see last of us 2 it was yes, a transition yes, correct from yes, like yes. the church tent and the the colors yes. and the background of the tent around the guy playing the banjo ended up being uh -huh. the first scene of the cinematic that we watched so it was like that was cool that was so cool it was like uh, that was very cool in the fourth wall and suddenly you were there uh and then you're watching cool. two ki chicks like dancing and then like kissing and stuff come on can't get better than that <laughs> uh, no there you go but then uh yeah we got to see a little bit of sort of i guess like a i don't know if some people think it's a flashback um scene where uh ellie uh, is um hanging out with some other survivors and then we get like a more present i guess uh scene where it's all very scripted you can tell it's not going to be actual gameplay but it gives you an idea of what the game, you know, what they're going to go for. Let me tell you, the level of gore in The Last of Us 2 uh, gameplay trailer was... Whew. Yeah, that no was kidding. Something. Uh, yeah, that was the correct yeah. sound for the level of uh, gore. But yeah, yeah, overall, The Last of Us, usually just a fantastic story and stuff, so I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I do want to say I saw a bit of the gameplay, and uh, some of the animation and, and like, level of detail is really good like uh just like who's the girl character you said ali ellie ellie yeah ellie yeah i mean like uh the scene i saw was like she's under the car and like there's this guy's coming to like, get her and like they bend over and you know they shot shot the guy in the head and it takes a few seconds for the like for, for it to connect and, and for the body to fall down and then just like her swinging her weapon and uh 
like just the stance of everyone like the details just insane like uh, i'm really excited to try it yeah. i i remember seeing that sort of stuff in the first trailer for the first last of us game and being impressed with how fluid the animations were uh i never ended up playing that game though i be, leo was that the experience of that game were the animations that fluid yeah i mean I, don't I mean, know. if there's any studio that can do it, it's Naughty Dog. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think the animations are very fluid. I think the, the gameplay is a little bit... The pacing of the gameplay is not such that that sort of thing ends up being too too big of a factor. Uh, it's kind of... It comes in waves of action, I guess, and it's, it has a lot of stealth uh, and everything in there. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say that the animation fluidity was really good, but it's not like a super action-packed game where you're going to see uh, a lot of impression impressive animation stuff going on but overall the story is really fantastic multiplayer for the record is uh, one of the best i've ever played uh and i mean yeah you should really play that game for real all right uh we got some news about destiny 2 there's another expansion coming for destiny 2 cool um then we saw ghosts of sushima oh yeah What'd you think, Leo? This again, Samurai. I thought of I thought of you, okay, Leo. So I know you thought of me, but what everything I've seen from this game so far was that it's called like the ghost because he kinda goes rogue and starts like assassinating people and it seemed like from what I'd seen in, in the images of the of the game, he he took on this other attire and everything that made it look like he's going some sort of awesome ninja with cool powers and stuff. I'm not into that. So I didn't really expect a lot from this from this trailer, but then they showed where this guy is like grounded in reality. He's just a dude with a sword, happens to be very good, and he's still like in a samurai attire. He's not doing this weird sort of ninja thing. So I don't know if this is like earlier in the game before it leads into some other stuff where he gets like some cool crazy abilities, which I'm not as much into that as I am into the the stuff grounded in more like realistic sword fighting, which we saw in this trailer so the trailer hyped me up quite a bit for this game uh we also had another weird uh concert with a, a japanese dude playing a, a woodwind instrument for another what seemed like an, an eternity to me i mean it, dude, it, it's playing the flute okay a, a japanese flute of some sort um i mean i don't want to just poop all over like oh sony's trying to try something different and new uh, but at the same time, this is a video games conference. I want to see video games, and these musical interludes went on for way too long, okay, uh, in my enough. opinion. So then we saw Control. Uh, this is the game by Remedy Games, same people that did Quantum Break. This trailer looked really, really weird and trippy and interesting. We didn't see any gameplay, mm -hmm. but the trailer uh, definitely caught my interest. Uh, I will, I'll monitor this one, see if it ends up being cool. Uh, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. It reminded me so much of Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like how things were just kind of like upside down, but still, like she was standing right side up and stuff. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. looked cool. Uh, the next one. Uh, this was this was uh, this has been rumored for a while, but it was still surprising. Uh, we got uh, footage from a Resident Evil Two remake. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, this looks to be running on the Resident Evil 7 engine, it looks like, but they have remade the world of uh, the apocalyptic Raccoon City from Resident Evil 2 in the Resident Evil 7 engine. Uh, looks nice, looks cool. There's a lot of cool stuff that they're doing with lighting and zombies. Uh, gameplay of this looks great. Looks terrifying. Looks terrifying. Looks really cool. 
that's exciting. If it's as good as the RE1 remake, which I think the RE1 remake is, uh, takes takes Resident Evil 1 and just elevates that even... I, I think the remake is so far better than the original uh, for Resident Evil 1. I think the remake oh, is yeah. amazing. So hopefully the Resident Evil 2 remake will be as good. I'm not sure if this is a typo or not. Uh, my next one says Trover Saves the Universe. Was his name Trover or Trevor? Uh, this is a game by Justin Roiland of Rick and Morty. Uh, he is a Rick and Morty, oh. Rick and Morty <laughs> co-creators. I didn't even remember what you were talking about for a second, but now I remember. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what his name was. It's probably Trover. Uh, Trover saves the universe. It looks like a, uh, I don't know. If you like uh, the Rick and Morty cartoons, uh, you will probably like this video game. <laughs> yeah, it was basically that. Then we got yet another trailer for Death Stranding. Um, I okay, still don't... I need your input on this, guys. Come I don't on. know. I can't add anything. I don't know what this is. I don't know <laughs> what this game is. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you guys go, can I tell you what I wrote down? Yes. I finally realized what Death Stranding is. Tell me. Watch the footage and tell me if it's not a post-apocalyptic Amazon delivery simulator where the delivery guy is on acid. Uh, yeah, I'd buy that. I, I'd buy that because I don't know what this game is. I, I don't He's just know. walking around babies. delivering stuff and he's got like weird stuff going on in his head only. That's probably what it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested. It's Hideo Kojima. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, it's Norman Reedus. It's uh, Mads Mikkelsen. It's, it's got a lot of big names attached to this project. Oh, yeah. I'm scared for this game because I want it to do well and I know Hideo Kojima like makes really amazing games but uh i have no idea what's going on i don't either i think nobody knows what this game is but i think it's captured everyone's interest uh as cool as this trailer looks i'm gonna cut hideo kojima off from making trailers this is like the fourth maybe fifth different trailer we have seen from this game now and still no one knows what this game is I'm gonna yeah. cut you off from. I'm gonna cut Kojima off from making trailers. He's not allowed <laughs> no to make more. any more trailers. No more trailers. No more trailers. <laughs> Just finish the game. Get it out. We want to know what this game it's, is. You've got everyone interested already. We we know. It, uh, it's not even that we don't know what the game is. I feel like I have more questions now than I ever did before. Oh, I every think that's trailer, exactly what he wants. Yeah, every trailer that comes out just gives us more questions. Yeah, and no yeah. answers. It's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah, I've 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 had enough of trailer. Especially the thing that I was disappointed by this was another trailer without a release date. Uh, let let let's go, Kojima. Uh, finish yeah. up this game. Uh, no more trailers. You know what uh, I bet though? Even when the game is released, you're going to be playing the game for hours and still not know what the hell is going on. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have finished the game and still not understand what happened. <laughs> Neo two. It's a game. It's coming. Yeah. Sweet. We then closed the conference with... Uh, uh, Leo, I know you're excited about this one. Oh, yeah. Marvel Spider-Man. Oh, game of the year. I'm telling you. It's uh, really good. T- t- tell me why you're excited about this, Leo, because to me this looks like uh, Spider-Man Arkham City. Okay, well, okay, I know... Okay, okay, okay. I know that... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that you're a big fan of Arkham City and stuff, but can I tell you that Arkham City's uh, fighting mechanics re- originated from, you know, they, they added on to the fighting mechanics that already existed in Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. Sort of. Really? Okay. 
they're they're you know they're 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 close enough where you can kind of make a resemblance. I wouldn't say that okay. they're okay. identical or anything like that, but you can tell specifically the Spidey sense. Right? Yes, yes, okay. you can tell that they basically took that concept and, and evolved it. So when I say that the last great Spider-Man game was that PS2 game, in my opinion, uh, trust me when like this has been a long time coming and. Um, uh, uh, most fans of that game really love just kind of tra- traversing the city, with, you know, being able to just swing, you know, through the city really fast and having like the open world freedom and stuff. And we haven't had one of those in a very long time, so I'm so excited. Uh, all right. So, Leo, what did you think of Sony? The whole conference? Man, Sony was by far my favorite uh, conference. I'm gonna give them a solid A plus. Wow! Wow! Um, wow! Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give them a C. Um, Nothing, nothing earth-shattering. There's a couple games I'm interested in. Uh, God, those weird musical interludes. Uh, See, that's and, the thing and, is, I, I liked the musical interludes, and I loved, like, three of the games were high on my list. So. And also, halfway in the middle of the conference, it was just a cutaway to uh, two announcers and the Sony guy just talking at a desk for ten minutes. I, it was just paced very strangely. And the trailers... Boy, those trailers were long. Those were like 15-minute trailers slash gameplay features. So if you weren't into one of those games, you were just twiddling your thumbs for 15 minutes. Anyway, um, yeah, C from me. I'll, I get, I'll give them a B. Uh, mostly because they're taking a lot of risk here. Everything they seem to have shown is a new IP, except for maybe like The Last of Us 2 or some some uh, few exceptions. Resident Evil. Uh, and Neo. And Destiny. And <laughs> Well, and, and, and also because they still and technically Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, yes, um, but still, I think uh, they uh, they still have the lead on exclusives as well, which is uh, not necessarily like a major concern to me, but it is a selling point. The final conference of E3 2018 was Nintendo. Uh, this is the one I was looking forward to the most. They opened with. Damon X Machina. This is a mech combat game. Uh, John, you expressed some interest in this when you saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that game looks really different. Uh, the what what really grasped me is the art style, um, the cell shaded look, but kind of m- way more clean and less obnoxious. It's like a cell shaded game, and then as well as like the crazy cool explosive mech combat. Like I wasn't really expecting that game at all. I'm glad they opened with it. Uh, then we saw uh, a game I'm really excited about. Uh, I was talking about how uh, this franchise has kind of stagnated, and it would be great to see a return to form for this franchise. We saw Super Mario Party. Yeah. Which looks to be exactly what I was describing. Uh, the gameplay looks way more like the older Mario Parties. Uh, you're actually going around on the board. You got items. You're doing mini games every round. The mini games look really solid. I am excited about Super Mario Party. I'm very excited for that game. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 expansion. Uh, I did not play Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but it's getting an expansion. Woo. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, they announced uh, this game last year, and this is the first we've seen of it. Looks uh, interesting. So. In previous Fire Emblem games, you just have your units on a map, and, you know, units fight other units. In this one, when a unit fights another unit, it, like, zooms in, and there's these big clash clashes between, like, multiple armies. So it's kind of implied that each unit has their own small army uh, fighting with it. 
Um, looks cool. Um, they've done. It looks like it looks like they embellished on their. They have the Fire Emblem uh, Warriors uh-huh, game yep. on the Switch. You know, it's kind of like that. De- De- uh, Dynasty Warriors. Yep. Where it has that whole army battle sort of system. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like they they kind of meshed that into the a, a proper Fire Emblem strategy game. Yeah, some um, some media types were, were were talking about. There's a lot of gameplay changes with this one too. Uh, looks cool. I like the Fire Emblem games. I will almost certainly yeah. be playing this. Um, Me too. Uh, one of my favorite indie games is getting a sequel, Overcooked Two. Did you guys play Overcooked? I've always wanted to I play. Have. I've not played it yet. It's so good. It'll I... make you hate all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. I love and hate that game for that exact reason. <laughs> uh, you will almost inevitably end up screaming at one or all of the other people playing with you. Uh, it, it, it's a game that requires uh, an intense amount of coordination and communication. And if you're not on the same page, uh, things can get ugly. Uh, My really problem great. is I, do, I, I don't have friends. so. Oh, <laughs> you can play, play Overcooked game, with me, Leo. Uh, we can okay. scream at each other. You can't play with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh we got uh uh a, an announcement of uh hollow knight on switch which is uh playable immediately uh which i downloaded it uh, that very night and i've been playing some hollow knight and let me tell you guys it's good uh, it's yeah. been on uh, yes it's been out on pc for a while but it made its switch debut uh that game is very good um we also got another like, short look yep i, I just want to say i like how much the switch is uh including indie games and stuff in in their uh you know list of games you can download and everything yeah big fan uh yeah we we that is nice we got to look at killer queen black which is apparently i I didn't know what this was i did a little research apparently this is a really popular japanese arcade game uh announcement dragon ball fighter z coming to switch um sweet i might be picking this game up again on switch (laughs) I, yeah, I might too. I liked the PC version. Uh, I have not been playing it as much as some other fighting games, namely Street Fighter and Tekken. But um, uh, it might give get a second life for me on Switch. Um, also available immediately is Fortnite. Did you guys get Fortnite uh, on Switch? No. Okay. I downloaded it. Did you play it? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh and finally the game that i think everyone had been waiting for oh yeah super smash brothers ultimate super smash brothers uh the big news about this game is that Mm. everyone is in it and by everyone wait 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 wait. who everyone no uh and by everyone i mean every single character in every previous iteration of smash that's all your smash 64 characters all your melee characters all your brawl characters all your smash 4 characters even including all the dlc characters they're all in smash ultimate along with uh inklings and ridley and daisy uh are making their smash debuts uh we got to see some tournament play of this game um so a little bit of background uh i for a brief period was uh pretty involved i would say in the competitive <laughs> smash community uh, it I, lightly. I i played a lot of melee <laughs> and uh, a brawl mod called project m i played a lot of that competitively uh so i really like um the older uh style i guess of smash uh the, the fast-paced combo heavy smash 
Um, this looked a lot faster than Smash 4. I saw some combos yes. going off. Uh, there's some new gameplay mechanics. We got directional air dodging back. We yes. got uh, a new type of perfect shielding. We got some new mechanics. Um, this game was going fast. I noticed... Limited recovery? Yes, I noticed some people weren't just recovering for free, uh, unlike mm -hmm. Smash 4. Um, this game was going quick. They were playing with either three stocks or four stocks and the game was not taking 37 minutes these games were getting right. done fast um this was all good news to me i am pretty stoked about super smash brothers ultimate what about you guys so so james also took me on his adventure of smash when i met him in college and i ended up getting into it pretty heavily as well and one of the things about the previous smash games that you know were very competitive was the aspects of kind of technicality and learning the mm -hmm. technical aspects that were really flaws in the game that ended up you know giving you advantages like wave dashing and all that stuff and with the directional air dodging that's one's really interesting to me because that's kind of what started the wave dash yep and i mean i'm wondering yeah. like did they add it back so it has been confirmed that wave dashing is not in the game uh, well it wasn't in the e3 build uh there was wave landing but a lot of players were saying the they're skeptical of, of some of the limited utility of the wave landing because there's a lot of end lag on it. Um, hmm. So honestly, like, is this game going to be the second coming of Melee? Is it going to be another Project M? Yeah, probably not. But this game uh, looks uh, a lot better, more appealing to me from a competitive standpoint than Smash 4. Um, yeah. So I'm on board. The, the well, fact and, and and even saying that Smash Four has a like a decent following. Oh, oh no, I I don't mean to imply so. that Smash Four is not like a, a a big competitive game. It is. It just does not appeal to me personally. I like sure. I like the fast paced combo heavy gameplay of Melee as a yeah. as opposed to the little more um, I don't know uh, methodical Maybe. and defensive uh, play that you see in Smash Four. Yeah. Um, th this looks a little more offense heavy and definitely a lot faster. Um, oh yeah. And uh, the recovery, character recoveries have been toned down a little bit. I think this is all good news for Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I'm stoked. The roster is bonkers. I can't believe how big the roster is. Yeah, I'm excited for that most of all. I mean, yeah. I did put, get into some of the competitive stuff, but now that there's like so many characters to try out, and yeah, learn the new sets for. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, and there's the most be... important part is where it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch, yeah. which is really like you know a, a high quality console with good internet play. We're hoping. Yep. Yeah, you know? I hope. I sure hope. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give Nintendo a B. Um, I am super stoked about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, I thought the other games looked great. Uh, I was a little saddened about no news on Metroid Prime 4, so I'm taking some points off for that. Uh, and no news on the Yoshi game, no news on Virtual Console, no news on their online service, no news on a Mother 3 port. Come on, Nintendo. Uh, so taking <laughs> some points off from things that I would have liked to have seen, but we're not there. Uh, but other than that, it was very solid. I'll give them a B. I'll land on a B as well. It was, you know... There could, they could have done more with the conference, but I was happy to see a couple of things, namely Smash and Mario Party and um, yeah, a couple of other ones like Fire Emblem. So, uh, yeah, just a, just a fair B. I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Um, as a recent Switch owner, I'm very pleased to see all the new games. and I don't think there was any game where I'd be like, no, I don't really want to play that. So, 
Um, we are running real long on this episode, so we're going to go into our top fives, and let's try to keep this brief. <laughs> um, well, well, are we actually doing top five? Yeah, well, the, the top five games oh. from okay. E3 2018 oh. that we are excited for. Um, I'm just going to go oh, yeah. real quick. Um, you start. Yeah, we'll just five, do, how, why, don't, why don't we just have everyone do their whole top five? Uh, a top five from... Okay, yeah, top five, yeah. and I'm just going to give like one sentence. Um, my number five is super mario party uh looks great return to form uh hopefully it is as good as the trailers are number four is cyberpunk 2077 uh i have like recently taken an interest in the cyberpunk uh aesthetic hopefully that game is great (laughs) sekiro shadows die twice is my number three i love dark souls and i hope from software puts out another great game like dark souls my number two is a little bit cheating. Um, it's a game we've known about for a long time, but nonetheless, it was featured at E3 2016, or 2016, 2018. Uh, that is Octopath Traveler. It's coming out next month. Uh, it is a square RPG, and I talking about games that look like a return to form. Uh, I hope this game is as good as I think it is. My number one is, of course, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, what can I say? That roster is enormous it is the like like sakurai said this is the biggest fighting game crossover in the history of fighting games we got literally you know we got mario we got Mega Man, we got snake we got sonic we've got uh, you know every single the bayonetta ryu cloud it, it's gonna be bonkers uh yeah coming out december end of the year i'm stoked what about your guys it's top five my number five will go to jump force uh looks awesome uh, unique play uh, and anime. Number four will go to The Last of Us 2 because that story is going to be fantastic and I know it. Plus, chicks kissing. Number three <laughs> will go to <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima because Samurai, of course. And I mean, realistic. Then combat. why aren't you excited about Sekiro? Uh, it doesn't <laughs> okay. look as okay. grounded in realism. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. Yeah. He's got uh, a grappling if- hook arm. I, and and I mean, a Ghost of Tsushima might come out, and I might decide it's a little too, you know, fantastic fantasy, you know, in a realm of fantasy. So I might not like it on release, but so far, number three on excitement level. Number two will go to Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, high on the list because Smash Brothers and awesome. But number one oh. will go to the Spider Man. Oh, because I'm telling you, that game will be game of the year. It's it's got to go up against Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Leo. I, I'm I mean. <sighs> Smash Bros. Ultimate will be a, a big contender, don't get me wrong, but a lot, you know, with Game of the Year, a lot more goes into, like, uh, the, the whole package of the story and everything, too. All right, so well, re- we might revisit our show at, at the end of the year. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll have a big deliberation okay. about, yeah, our favorite right. games. Uh, John, you got that top five ready to go? It's my rough top five, but uh, let's start with five. Spider-Man. Uh, Leo mentioned it. Looks exciting. I'm hoping it's a Spider-Man 2, but better. Uh, number four, Death Stranding. I'm really hopeful that game will appeal to me, but we'll see. Uh, n- number three, Anthem. So Anthem, uh, Anthem nice. looks okay. good. Okay, looks good. The gameplay looks good. I'm excited for it. All right. Uh, t- two, Smash Bros. Not much to say about that. And What's more exciting than Smash Brothers? What's your number one? <laughs> Cyberpunk 27. Oh, 2077. Okay. 27. It's 27 years old. <laughs> Cyberpunk 27. <laughs> you know, I think uh, Red CD Project Red has a 
as a way of hyping up their games. Mm -hmm. And I think they tried to not do that this time around. I heard they had a fan letter about the release uh -huh. uh, after E3. But uh, basically, I think uh, with, with the Witcher games being so good, and then the theme of Cyberpunk looking really good, and then the fact that it's just a different take on a different gameplay system, I'm really hyped for it. Cool. Um, so let's go into endorsements. Um, I... I'm going to endorse a video game on our video game podcast. Look at you. Yeah, I'm going to endorse uh, something we saw at E3 2018. We saw it in Nintendo's conference. We saw the release of Hollow Knight on Switch. Uh, guys, this game is good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is a uh, 2D Metroidvania that appears to have been heavily influenced by Dark Souls. So... Uh, a lot of games that have taken influence from Dark Souls have taken, you know, either the punishing difficulty or taking a lot of the the combat mechanics. What Hollow Knight borrows from Dark Souls is uh, kind of the aesthetic. Uh, so you're exploring this like ruined kingdom, this this once great place that has fallen into ruin, and there's there's kind of just uh, mindless soldiers everywhere that are zombies or whatever. It has a very just. Uh, everything is kind of uh, melancholic and tragic and sad. Uh, but also, there's uh, the way the art style, the art style is very uh, weird and cartoony. Uh, kind of also has a, a little bit of levity in the art style. Uh, really, really great soundtrack. Uh, really great gameplay. Uh, I love this game. It is good. It is Hollow Knight. It is on Switch. Uh, you should play it. It is also on PC, but it is also on Switch. Hollow Knight. It's good. Uh, my endorsement for this episode will also be a video game. Um, oh. Also, was talked about a little bit uh, during E3. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, it is, uh, well, my favorite game of all time. Whoa! Whoa! You're dropping the oh, beatbox. Whoa, what is this? Uh, and... There was recently, in recent years, it was announced a new sequel that is crowdfunded to be released sometime next year, we hope. But in the meantime, uh, I recommend that people go play Shenmue 1 and 2. Um, that The game I'm talking about is Shenmue. Uh, and 1 and 2 have been announced uh, to be released for Xbox, PS4, and, and PC, PC, I think. They're coming. Yeah. It's coming to PC. Yeah. So, and I think they're saying, well, they, they confirmed it'll happen in 2018. They didn't say when. So, when it does come out, if you if you can't wait, because the games are really good. I mean, they're like 10 out of 10 across like multiple gaming review sites, all right? So, I can understand you don't want to wait. You just want to play it. I, I can't blame you for that. But if you do want to wait, <laughs> pretty soon they're going to have HD remakes on these uh, next-gen consoles and stuff. So, highly recommend you play uh, Shemi 1 and 2 either now or when they get released again. Would you recommend playing all of them? Uh, all of them back to back? I mean, one and two, definitely. I don't think you have to wait for three to come out and then like play them all. But you'll want to play one and two before three if you've never played any of them, for sure. Like, it's not. I don't think it's going to be worth playing three if you haven't played one and two. Uh, my endorsement uh, is going to be an anime. So. Ooh! Uh, I know. I don't know if you guys watch too much anime, but uh, I watch for the a lot listeners of out there that do. I yeah. don't uh, watch enough, maybe, or <laughs> maybe I watch too much. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, go ahead, John. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of Fully Cooly. 
Oh, I've seen which that. Which is, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's great. Uh, it's a very weird show, very yeah. different. I wouldn't recommend it as anyone's first anime. But uh, with the new announcement of season two, I decided to go back and rewatch the original series. And that anime is 17 years old. So uh, I, I had feel a lot old, this... John. Well, you know, the show's about has a lot of an- uh, analogies to kind of puberty and coming of age. So I had a lot of uh, heart feels and, you know, just nostalgia. So it's a good show. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Fooly Cooly, Hollow Knight, and Shenmue. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for our show. Long one. Yeah, this was a long one. So for the Good Games Podcast, this has been James. And Leo. And John. We will see you next week. See ya. See ya. <laughs>